If you actually think about this, like who you want to be in the future, if you were that person now with all the things you still have to do, how would that person handle those things? Yeah. This is how Be It Till You See It came about. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world. And the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See interview recap. My co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the influential combo I have with Candy Mozek in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that one, go ahead and listen to it and then come back and listen to this one or listen to this one and then listen to that one. I just found out from the book club and agency that a lot of them just listen to the book club meeting to decide if they're going to read the book. And I was like, okay, well, we need That's at like least- the Cliff's notes. Yeah. I said, but we need at least two people every month to read the book to host the book club. So you guys have to alternate on this weird plan you have. <laughs> Anyways, um, I really um, enjoyed Candy. It's so fun. We like, I was actually listening to the pre of the interview and she was like, hey, before we continue, can I just take a screenshot of us so I can post it? And I was like, oh, you totally can. It was so fun. And um, also I was like, okay, if you're going to do beat action items, I always tell people just so you guys know, like just, you know, breaking the third wall. I tell them, do not say, get to know yourself or journal for a beat action item because what the fuck is that anyways? And so I was like, um, you know, cause we, we email them this, but some people don't read. So I like say it beforehand. Sure it's the fourth wall. It's the fourth wall, third yeah. wall. It's a wall. We broke through the wall. And so I'm breaking through the wall. So, um, <laughs> so I said, so I was telling her what she's been emailed because sometimes people just don't read, don't read. And she's like, you're going to give me a big red X. And I was like, well, I'm not rude. Uh, but correct. You'll have to come up with something else. <laughs> So anyways, uh, her beat actions are awesome. They're actually, they're, this is what I'm loving. Our guests that I'm getting because you guys keep listening to this podcast are bigger and better every single time. And they really do take podcasting seriously. And so well, thank she's you. a podcast host herself. And so yeah, they always make to, really great at it. They always make the best guests, yeah, but at any rate, like she's awesome. And, um, I really love her. So we'll get into that in a second, but for now, if you're listening to this today and you live in the States. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And if you don't live in the States, happy day before Black Friday. Because what I have found out is it's Black Friday everywhere, even though it's not Thanksgiving everywhere. And however you feel about Thanksgiving, I know for a lot of people in the U.S., they're doing family, friends, food, a lot of food. There's so much food. And also, can we just be honest? Most of the food for Thanksgiving is not exciting, except for the sweet potatoes. So good. Do not put marshmallows on that shit. Um <laughs> And it's a very creative food. There's creative uh, food. And then in the States, football. Football. There's a lot of football. football, football There's football. a big turkey on the football field that somehow has multiple legs. I don't understand that. Um, and to be honest, I actually don't like any Thanksgiving food. So we uh, go to a restaurant. And, I love mashed potatoes. Well, but you can get you can make mashed potatoes on any day. 
Yeah. You just, I, stuffing, I never understood stuffing. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Oh, well, I'm gluten dairy free, so I'm fucked. Yeah. But um, cranberry, I grew up poor, yeah, so it was the cranberry. Do you know what's really funny? The cranberry can? Where it's the like can, because it's got the lines. Yeah. It, yep. Also, also, can I tell, can I just tell you really quickly my favorite Thanksgiving story? Okay. So my grandmother, um, she's, none of my grandparents are around anymore, but my mom's parents don't cook. Okay. They do not cook. And, uh, we went to their house for Thanksgiving one year. I don't know why they won, but they ordered it from Rayleigh's. Rayleigh's is kind of like, uh, Ralph's or a Smith's or what do you call on the East coast? Acme. Acme. <laughs> this is a regular grocery store, but you can pre-order like a pre-made Thanksgiving. Think Boston market, which doesn't exist anymore either, but you can pre-order. You go, I, I want a turkey do. this size. No, pretty sure. Are they done? Well, Keith Olbermann did the commercial and I'm pretty sure like he got paid a lot and then they like, anyways, that's another story. So, but let me tell this right. This is really funny. So picture like the wooden table that's an oval with a leaf was put in to like make enough room. And then the grocery ordered, you reheat the food kind of Thanksgiving meal. Okay. And we're all sitting around the table and my grandmother bought, what's the sparkling apple cider? Do you know what I mean? The sparkling apple cider? Because like, oh, for oh, the kids, um, Martinelli's, Martinelli's, Martinelli's. That's right. So sparkling apple cider or apple juice. And then there's obviously like champagne or wine for the adults. But anyways, she bought those like plastic flutes that you like put together where you put the flute in the bottom of the thing. Sure. Okay. So we put that on the table and then, uh, but they're cheap because poor, right? So she, they're pouring the but apple cider. Fancy. They're pouring, it looked, fan, it looked fancy. Let me just tell you. Okay. So they're pouring the apple <laughs> into the flutes, right? With these plastic flutes. And then of course, everyone is like reaching over the table to pass things around. And you're just knocking apple cider <laughs> flutes around. And they're just like falling into the turkey. So the turkey is like floating in apple. <laughs> it's like floating in <laughs> And everyone is laughing. And my grandpa's like, this is fucking a waste of money. We'll like every, like my grandpa's pissed. My mom is laughing so hard. She's like going to appear. I mean, it's a fucking hilarious thing. It's my best memory. And then from then on out, we went back to my dad's side of the family for Thanksgiving. And we invited my mom's parents over. And I was so disappointed because my dad's parents were so serious. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I went over the whole family by cooking your oh, you dad's did. mom's artichoke casserole surprise yes. nobody knew that you had the recipe i know they want it badly yeah and i never we should just it give them. it to them <laughs> but i cooked it you and know they what? were like oh my gosh this tastes like grandma what if for this thanksgiving we just because we melt. eat grandma what we eat grandma yeah. well just, what if for this thanksgiving we just like mail them the recipe and like <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, Merry Christmas. We're not coming. <laughs> We're not coming. Um, anyways, okay. So uh, what does this mean? It means Black Friday, Cyber Monday. It means there are a bunch of sales happening on onlineappliesclasses.com and profitapplies.com. And you want to go, if you're not a member, there's an awesome opportunity to be a member for OPC for super not a lot of money. Um, then uh, also at Profit Applies, there's like discounts on courses and Brad's upcoming What Your Website Needs webinar. Live, you guys, whether you're going to- Live with Brad. Beep, 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 whether you're going to- 
come make it yourself. It's not live this weekend, you guys. It's just the sale is this weekend. It's live not December this weekend. 3rd. So um, the the deal is really inexpensive and you are going to be able to have confidence in knowing what your website should have. So you can do what you can go through your website and make sure you have all the things he's saying. Or if you're going to make it yourself, you know what to do. Or if you're going to hire someone, you won't get fucked over. So that's really awesome. And matte flashcards are on sale. A whole bunch of good stuff. So super, super great. Grab the matte flashcards for all of your friends. Do yeah. it. Do it. Yeah. It's there. This is the best deal they're going to be. Yes. Okay. Before we get in with candy, Brad, do we have an audience question to respond to? Oh yes, we do. And this week's question is what are great presents for my clients? We get this all the fucking We answer this every year. Every year, it's multiple true. times, sometimes earlier, sometimes like in August, people are yeah. asking this question. So I've had this question three different times <laughs> in three different ways. Some people are like, I want a non-fitness gift for my clients. Uh, some people are like, I want like an, an inexpensive gift for my clients. And some are like, do I have to get a gift for my clients? And I'm just going to say, whether you, you don't have to be a compliance instructor for this to apply to you, you actually don't have to give anyone anything. You do not. Ever. Some people's love languages are gifts. And in some cultures, then when they give gifts or when they receive gifts, they write a list because then they return them back. Like for example, in Cambodia, when you are invited to a wedding, they will literally write down and keep a log. Brad and Leslie gave $50. And then when you, when we invite them to something, they give $50. So it's exactly reciprocal. Okay. And everything is cash there. No one's buying dishes for anybody. They just give money. Okay. So depends on the culture where you're listening. So make sure this, like you think about that, but for when it comes to, if you are a studio owner, I'm just going to speak to like in that way. But like, if you are a service-based industry person, getting your clients gifts is really thoughtful but it's not um, something you can always do every single year. And they're not expecting it from you. They literally do not come to you for massages, hair care, Pilates, yoga, babysitting, none of that to receive a gift from you at the end of the year. If you got them a handwritten card that said, oh my gosh, I love how 9am on Sundays feels because of you. That is going to be so thoughtful. You have no idea. If you wanted to instead, um, one of uh, Jamie Hayden in Milwaukee, her studio adopts a family every Christmas. They literally, she there's a charity that she works with and they adopt a family and each client actually buys a gift for the family rather than like giving her gifts or like her giving them gifts. And that's really cool. So I just want to like take the pressure off that you do not have to like get anyone gifts. If you want to give your clients gifts, may I suggest that it's something fun that you can kind of make a tradition. For example, one of my clients in LA, Gita, every year she and her daughters get together and they make a um, trail mix of sorts, called a trail mix or a muesli of sorts. And they make it, they like have, she, they go to the store, they buy all the ingredients. They, uh, they have to bake the oatmeal in a certain way. They have certain seasonings they put on it and they put it in these little Mason jars, same kind of jars every single year. I have three of these jars now. And like, it kind of became like, I need a fourth and then COVID, but like they make it every year. And it's her gift to give all the people in her life that are not close family. And it's the same gift every year. And let me just tell you, it's fucking delicious. I looked forward to it every year and she could make it. So think about something you could do like that. That is it's thoughtful, thoughtful. You'll, you put some labor and love into it. 
the margins are not expensive. We're talking like the cost of the jar is about a dollar. And then the cost of the products is like when you break it up against a hundred people, like it's really nominal. And so she could do that every year for people. And I looked forward to it every year and the people in her life did. And so I would do that. Ironically, that is her giving a gift to you. I know, but well, I don't cook. Anyways, I'm just saying, (laughs) I'm just saying it was her giving a gift to me. Or you could also like support a local business. Yeah. um, And give maybe like a $25 gift card to a lunch spot that they could use near your studio or something. Well, $25 is a lot. If you have have 10 clients, that's a lot of money. That's true. So no, what you can also... I just want to say your clients do not come to you for the money you're going to get. They don't come to you for the money. So what you can do is say, hey, this month, 10% of every session is going to this charity. This is my Christmas Mm. gift. Yeah. Right. Or you can make it community based is my point. I think it's more impactful and people remember it more than you giving them a pair of fucking socks. I like that idea, actually. I love toe socks and you should use our code. They are a sponsor of the show. But it's by the way, the code is Leslie. Spell it right. But you, your clients will buy those from you. You don't have to give them to them. They, they're, they, they really do love coming to you and they want you to stay in business. So please don't break your bank to do this and don't stress about it. Anyways, the point is the great presents for clients are often the ones that actually bring the community together and do not cost a lot of money and are thoughtful. And so make them something, bake them something or uh, or, you know, do something for the community in their honor. That's my suggestion. But you know, if you want to go crazy and stress yourself out, by all means, that's what the holiday season is for. They have <laughs> only those two choices. Listen to Leslie or stress yourself out. That's right. You've only those two choices. Bah humbug. <laughs> hey, um, so totally just realized we missed a major announcement. Uh, major. major. So big because it's like literally two weeks away. Pew, 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 pew. Leslie and I are going to be driving around the country. 7,000 miles. 70, 70, 70, like 7,000 miles. We're bringing the dogs. We're looking at over 20 locations. Yes. So there's going to be a city near you. Yeah. And because we're driving 7,000 miles, there's no reason why you can't drive 100 miles. That's true. I'm just saying. Yeah. We would love to see you. Come hang out. Go to opc.me slash tour. We want to be the excuse to get you away from the crazy chaos or... Bring the crazy chaos to us and let me handle it for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> that, that could happen too. You could bring your crazy chaos to the class. People do that. It's happened. Every tour, they're it like, I'm bringing my family. <laughs> so opc.me slash tour. You don't want to miss this. Winter tour is amazing. And the cities we go to change every year. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I'll go next year. We might not be coming to your city next year. That's just how it is. That's true. Okay. Now let's talk about Candy Mutzik. Candy is a business coach and a podcast host dedicated to helping struggling coaches thrive in pursuing their passion while attracting clients and generous income. Okay, so I'm going to jump in because I really loved, there's a couple things. First of all, she talked about how like you would never go to a therapist who doesn't have a therapist. You would never go to a plies teacher who doesn't have a teacher. So you would never go to a doctor who doesn't, doesn't go to the doctor. doctor. They and, obviously go to doctors. And then, so she is a coach for coaches. So I love that. But I really, like, she talked about, like, really getting into, like, what is your purpose? And this is actually really hilarious because um, in the agency meeting today that when we were, they were recording this, I was we're talking about purpose. And I said, your purpose 
isn't like this is a coach Pilates instructors, right? Your purpose isn't Pilates. I'm just going to like, if you listen to this and you teach Pilates or you teach yoga or whatever it is, the, the, your purpose is not actually the thing that you currently do for a living. Your purpose is bigger than that. My vehicle happens to be Pilates right now. But if I were to not teach Pilates, don't freak out. I'm not saying I'm going to quit tomorrow, but if I were not do that, I would still have that purpose. And so she said, you need to contemplate the big question. What is my purpose? She says, your purpose wants us as much as we want it. And she said, be bold enough to see what's right in front of you. And a lot of times people think that their purpose is going to hit them. Like she said, like a lightning bolt from thun from heaven is just going to hit you and go, here is your purpose. And it's not going to be like that, but it's in you. And oftentimes we don't want to say it out loud because we don't feel like we're enough for it. Um, or we don't think it's big enough. Like I remember when we did this with agency members a couple of years ago and someone's like, okay, but I just want to help people not be in pain. I'm like, that's a fucking huge purpose. Pain keeps people from living a whole life. And yeah. so sometimes I think we play the purpose down like, oh, that's not enough. I'm not saving the world. I'm not stopping climate change. It's like, hold on. If what you do takes the person out of pain, and that person can cure cancer. That's pretty fucking awesome. So like your purpose is always bigger than what it is. And we need to stop playing small. And oftentimes it's right in front of you and it's in you and you're scared to say it or you're embarrassed to say it or you think, oh my God, people are going to think I'm good enough to say it. And you need to be brave enough and bold enough to see it. It's right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, um, when we were, when I was listening through, um, she started to talk about transition out of corporate and into coaching. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, uh, of course, that attracted me because that's one of the things that we like to uh, work with people on in our coaching program, too. Mm -hmm. um, and she started, she said she had a couple of like just obvious, um, straightforward tips. One of them was, could you live on half of your salary? Mm -hmm. Right. So if you're making 10000 a month, can you live on five? If you're making 5000 a month, can you live on two and a half? You know, and... We always say make a runway. So yeah, you build know, a runway. Put six months of money aside mm -hmm. if you're going to make this kind of a transition, so that you know that you have well, six months to. Isn't that what's so cool though? If you can live off half, then in six months you've created a runway yep. living off half. Yeah. So that's one year we have to live on half the income, but it allows you to transition and do the thing that you've been wanting to do in one year. In one year, like. That's crazy. That's so yeah, much faster than you trying to your life save. Could completely change. Yeah. And you could have, you would have six months of practice living on half and then six months living on that half. So the fear of like money, you know, but, it still will light a fire under your ass when you, when you finally do pull the chute, but you'll, you'll be like, I know I can do it. Yeah. But the second six months you are doing the thing you've been wanting to do. So like you have, and you're only focused on that. Like, yeah. whoa, yeah. big time amazingness. Yeah, yeah. But she said, despite the financial prep, um, she still said it was emotionally terrifying. Mm -hmm. um, she spent a long time in corporate. Uh, she said that one of the most challenging things was the attachment or association that we have with the title of our old role, right? Like, are you the general manager? Are you the something, whatever? Are you the AGM? Are you, you know, basically what's, what we have adopted in our culture, in our society is that we 
I associate who we are with the title that we've been given, right? And it's become our identity. And so when you take away that title, who am I? Who am I now? Am I, you know, like, and it, and it, it actually suddenly can become like a confidence shaker because you're like, well, I can't introduce myself anymore as the whatever, mm-hmm. you know? So how do I do that? Are people going to take me seriously? You know, like, and it, and it you yeah. know, she said that she had tied her identity, like she had tied herself to her title, her identity to her title. And that was her measure of success. Oh, I mean, I resonate with this so much because when I was a manager in Fred Siegel, let me just say, if I went into any retail store anywhere in LA, Orange County, New York, and then I'm, I'd be shopping and they're like, oh, you know, can I help you? I'm like, oh, I'm just looking around, you know, don't worry. I'm, I'm in sale. I'm in retail too. You can take another customer if you need to. They're like, oh, where do you work? And I'm like, oh, I run a jewelry store in Fred Siegel. People knew that. And they're like, you run a store in Fred Siegel? I'm like, oh, I do. So my yeah. store, you guys, was not even 50 square feet. I'm just going to tell you right now. It was a counter, <laughs> <laughs> but I did a million dollars in a counter. Um, but uh, I didn't make a million. I'm going to say I sold a million dollars. Yeah. Um, but I, when I was leaving that, there was something like, I'm leaving that to be a Pilates instructor. Right. And I remember my clients thinking, oh my God, my clients who I sell this stuff to, if I tell them I'm going to be a Pilates instructor, what are they going to think of me? Yeah. Guess what? Can sure. I just tell you right now? When I told them I was like leaving to be a Pilates instructor, they're like, oh, oh, can I take a session from you? And I was like, yeah, you, you can, you totally can. Yes, you can. Oh my God. Yes, you can. So like, it's really funny the story we tell ourselves because yeah. it's a lot of people, A, may not even know what the fuck the title means. It's like not impressive to them at all. And B, your new thing might actually be so cool. And they're also often a lot of people are like would are like jealous that you're making a leap like that because they're like you're following your dreams and they they feel stuck to their title. My personal experience <laughs> with that uh, is with my band. When I first moved to Los Angeles, my um I was, I literally moved across the country to be in a band uh, and we were called the Magnificent Ambersons. And when that band. (laughs) (laughs) The Magnificent Andersons. Ambersons. Come on. Oh, even harder. Yeah. Hello. Oh my God. You guys like the O-Neaters. The Wonders. (laughs) TMA. The Magnificent Ambersons. When that band stopped, I... I didn't know, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know how to uh, function. I didn't know how to introduce myself. I didn't know why I was in LA anymore. I didn't know. I was like pissed. I was really upset, and it really rocked me. It really rocked me because I had completely identified who I thought I was with this thing, mm-hmm. this band. Mm-hmm. And when the band was done. Suddenly that did that mean Brad was done? Like, what do I do now? Do I go home? You know, like it was a really interesting time. And so I totally relate to what she said about having no title suddenly, you know, like, what does that mean? You know, so but I think I'm sure that we also do that in the Pilates world. And who are you? Oh, I'm a Pilates teacher, you know, but what if you didn't associate yourself with your job didn't associate yourself with your title Mm -hmm. of your thing Mm -hmm. like what would that look like could you do that how do you introduce yourself today 
without talking about that, you know, um, hey, I'm Brad. Yeah. You know, I live in Vegas, you know, or I'm Brad and I grow cactus or I'm Brad and I like to take long drives uh, on the highway. I think it would be like, I think I might be like, I'm Leslie and I own 34 chairs. Um, Right. (laughs) Because we literally do. Do. She has a problem. Do you guys want to see a picture of every chair? Because I will take that. Um, So, but I, I, I do understand this because the actual reality is like when I'm on a plane traveling, to Poland or to Korea and people are like, Oh, what are you going for? And I'm like, Oh, I'm going for work. What do you do? I'm like, it's, it's not going to make any sense. I teach Pilates and they're like, aren't there Pilates instructors in Poland? I'm like, yep, that's precisely the point. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it also doesn't even make sense. And, uh, so, I mean, it can be a great conversation starter for me, which helps people lead me, leads people to online PilatesClasses.com. But like, I am often curious about like, how can I introduce myself in a way that like doesn't leave people with the, let me just cook my <laughs> head. I don't understand. Um, so I, I'm going to say I'm a ghostbuster at some point. Like it's, I, I do think we need to figure out a way to introduce ourselves that does not have a title identified to it because even for people who don't work like an actual job, cause like stay at home moms, you are working the fucking hardest job. They also have the same problem going, Oh, I'm a stay at home mom. no, you are a mom. You like, you know what I mean? And I think we have to, I don't know, the whole Western culture needs a whole new do over on like what it is that we do. Um, well, I think maybe I think Candy that's can actually, come back and help that's us with the that. exact <laughs> word do because it's like, I can't remember. Oh, we're, be, do have, we're doing this with Brad Bizjack. Bizjack. We need to have him on the pod. Be, Put it down. Be, do have. He, do, he most people uh, wait until they have. So they can do the thing and be the thing. And be the thing. And he's like, no, you have to, you have be, to flip the it thing, on its head. be do have. So right. you be the thing, be it, do till you have see I it. Have it see I it. was right. like, oh, but the, but he's the doing po- my podcast for but me. The, but the uh <laughs> just hitting <laughs> hitting lamps over here. Uh but it's after hours, guys. The, so sorry about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is we introduce ourselves as the do. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. But we are the B. But we are the B. Mm-hmm. So actually, maybe just introduce yourself as the person you want to be in the room. Mm. In fact, I am recalling an episode of a podcast from 10 years ago where this guy was unemployed and he introduced himself to Ariana Huffington as the person he wanted to be. And he fucking landed a job. <gasps> nice. What? I mean, crazy. And I was like, okay, so part of that seems a little narcissistic and maybe crazy. But what if you like just introduce yourself as like the, the like instead of being, I'm the person who is the accounting, if you want to be the person who's like a number one Etsy seller, go, oh, I have an Etsy shop. Right. And like the B. But it's still, that's a, that's a do. But it's what you want to be. So you're saying it before it's ready. But okay, I see what you're saying. Well, then if you are the sticker shop girl, then you are someone who creates happiness wherever you leave people. And people go, what is that? Oh, I make stickers and people put stickers everywhere. Like, yeah, she's a happiness Yeah, I think curator. we need to workshop this. I, I like, I see what your point is there. And I think that's valid because it's, it's definitely like how she's serving people in that, in that, in that response. But yeah, we tend to default to something that we're proud of, which, you know, is like, 
you know, the art of bragging, but, but it also tends to be. There's a book on that. It's called the art of bragging. I I know that's, and so it also tends to be, um, uh, you know, our title. So, well, yeah, I think everyone send us your workshop on this. What is your B and how are you going to introduce yourself without using your job title? B do have. What are you going to do? Brad, that's homework. We have to figure this out. I'm going to BDH. We do have. Well, what if we just say like, I help women prioritize themselves? I dig that. That's my introduction. From now on, right now, starting this moment. I'm in. I agree. I like that. All right, cool. Okay, well, let's talk about this. That's what we be. That's what we be. (laughs) 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 That's a shirt. That's what we be. Okay. We got merch. Merch. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for the past three years, we've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed with water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel totally energized and it makes me feel like I'm doing something healthy for myself. That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Yeah, and you're probably wondering, like, how can you actually do it? No exceptions. I know you guys travel all the time. You've got a lot going on. You're running three businesses. Here's the deal. It's because it's that simple. So when we're at home, after I walk by own, and sometimes August, because sometimes he comes, I open up the fridge. I pull out the dog's wet food and the AG1. I pour my AG1, and if Brad's up, I'll pour his too. And then I give the dogs their food, and we have this morning breakfast with all of our nourishing vitamins and minerals that we need to kickstart our day together as a family. But when we're traveling... What I love so much is these travel packs and they make it so easy to make sure that especially on the road when it's the hardest to get nutrition needs met, like it is impossible. I'm constantly like, is there a salad? Is there a bowl? Like, can I add more veggies to this Thai food? But I know because I'm AJ1 in the morning, I am set to go. And it really does make us feel like we're doing things that are healthy for ourselves even when we hit the road. So you cannot make a mistake with AG1. It makes it really easy no matter how busy your life is. Or maybe your life is simple and you're going to add something extra simple to it. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why we've partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. Okay, finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your combo with Candy Mutzek? Uh, well, she said every time she hears the word be it till you see it, she always thinks of the word be. Be. Hey, shout out to Bridget, who goes by B. <laughs> yeah, because she said it's really the start of it. And exp- she starts to talk about embracing the mindset of being. Uh, being your goal, even before you have the goal, right? Before you visibly see the goal. So before you again, see the results, before you see the results, which is like the yeah, best the B do have, mm-hmm. right? So if we're if we're sticking with the theme, be it before you have it. Mm-hmm. You know, be it before you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Be it. Love it. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think I think that it's uh, like you were talking about the the guy who introduced himself before you know, uh, who he wanted to be and then landed that job. And that's what this entire podcast is all about. Yeah. Being until you see it, y'all. Yeah. So, um, 
because it's not about waiting until you have it to, to do and be it. Um, so she continuation continued on B uh, with whatever the next step that they want to be is, be it now. And she actually made it like a little bit more tangible than I think anyone's ever said, which is like when you're brushing your teeth. So if you want to be an executive or if you want to be a badass boss bitch, like how would they brush their teeth? Would they ugh, slump over the counter? Grab it, judge themselves. No, someone in their brushes head. their teeth for them. <laughs> you know what's actually really funny is we were in Cambodia and I wasn't making the bed, and Brad goes, "Rich people make the bed," <laughs> and I was like, oh, "I he's did." Fucking right, they do. Um, they do. So, if you're washing the dishes, how would someone? If you want to be someone who isn't stressed out, who has ease, who, um, you know, has a big bold, how all the things, whatever that is, whatever that person is you want to be when you're washing the dishes, how would they wash the dishes? Would they wash the dishes with amazing music on? Would they wash the dishes with like their favorite show on? Like how would they wash the dishes and do that now? Because it's really crazy. Like if you actually think about this, like who you want to be in the future, if you were that person now with all the things you still have to do, how would that person handle those things? Yeah. This is how Be It Till You See It came about because I was like, okay, I don't know how to be a CEO. Okay, well, if I was a CEO, how would I handle this problem right now? Okay, if I was CEO right now, I probably wouldn't be handling this problem because someone else would be handling this problem. So who would be handling this problem? Okay, so it'd be that person. Who is that person in my company right now? Oh, I could hire Brad to do that thing. Okay, I'm gonna hire Brad to do that thing. Like you could, you can actually like step into the role. Like a CEO does not actually stress out about whether someone is on time or not. Someone else stresses about that person being on time. The CEO manages the person who does that. So if I'm the CEO, I can't think about not like minor problems. I have to focus on the big problems. I have to focus on the big fires and that really helped me go, Oh, these are the fires I have to worry about burning, not those ones over there. So that is like what she is asking you to do. Whoever you want to be next, being that now when you wash it, when you brush your teeth, when you do your day-to-day stuff, how would you drive the car? If you were this this person you want to be like? and you're driving your car, are you going, fuck you, da-da-da, ah, honk, honk, honk? Or are you like, oh, I am driving, I'm like sitting in the backseat of the car, this car, like you might have to still drive the car, but like if you wouldn't actually be paying attention to any of that nonsense because you would be in the backseat, you're in the front seat now, but you could like, what would it like to be in the backseat and not care about the person cutting you off? Try it out. Let us know how it goes in your life. Tag Candy, tag the Be It Pod. I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. We fucking love you. Yeah. And since it is Thanksgiving, we are very grateful for you. I know we say it all the time, but you need to know, like, this podcast doesn't exist if you don't listen. It's true. So thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for sharing it to your friends. Thank you for sending your suggestions, sending your questions. Yeah. You know, we... And if if you have never written to us... Write to us. Just say hi. You don't have hi. to actually ask a question. You can just say, hey. Do you know? Heard your pod. Love you. You can post it in the review if you want. You could. And also, we send out an email every Thursday about the pod, and you can just hit reply on that. It comes to me. You can also do that. comes to me. And if you're like, I don't get that email, well, uh, hit me up, and I'll tell yeah, you I get to, that email. Go to the website. Yeah. LeslieLogan.co. Yeah, you can get that. Anyways, we are really grateful for you. Yeah. And because we do this for you, and- when you are stressed, when you're frustrated, when you're crying, when you're like, oh, I wish I could just fucking have it already. All those problems are how I find guests and you're not alone in those problems. 
That's why we do this podcast. It's really important that you understand that every single person has obstacles. Every single person who listen to this podcast has an obstacle that they've overcome and probably one they're dealing with in the moment that I'm interviewing them. And they show up for you. You show up for you. And that's why this podcast exists. So thank you so much. And until next time, be it till you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of the Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. It is produced and edited by the Epic Team at Desenio. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals and Samena Velazquez for our transcriptions. Also to Angelina Herico for adding all the content to our website, and finally, to Meredith Crowell for keeping us all on point and on time. Just fill in the time in the jungle, the mighty, the mighty jungle. The lion sleeps tonight. <laughs> in the jungle. Well, no, just go ahead, sing better than me. The Fine. The mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. She said, you need to contemplate the big question. What is my purpose? And here is, woo, here is the thing. <laughs> I caught my microphone, guys. Um, I'm just going to hold it up on my kickstand. Hey, loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks, and you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore a Tavi and you can use my discount code, Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y, to make sure you save some money on your socks because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.